Welcome to Retirement Income Solutions with the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, are ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan. Thrive. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management, your local wealth coaches, wealth advisors here in middle Georgia. From Dublin to Macon, the team can give you a hand with your retirement situation. You just got to give them a call. 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443. Or you can check them out online at completetheplan.com. Guys, welcome in. How are you? We oh, are. boy. How are we, Daniel? Hey, I'm just living life, enjoying the day. Well, mm. I know yeah. Daniel had a little uh, was a little under the weather, and now, Bill, you are, so he must have passed it along to you there in the office. No, he didn't pass no? it along because mine's different than his. Oh, okay. All right. Something yeah, just I'm going not going to tell you what his was. <laughs> you can tell what mine is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you got some uh, some plans coming up uh, for the following week, so I hope that you have a good weekend and everything. Oh, gonna... yeah. It's my wife and I's 45th wedding anniversary. Congrats. Can you it? Congrats. That's awesome. 45. Daniel's not even, Daniel's not even 45. No. <laughs> That's right, man. I'll take that. Hey, nothing wrong with that, man. That's good stuff, though. Congratulations, man. My wife's dad and her mom, they've been married almost 40 years, I think. And I asked him one day, we've been married maybe 10 years, and I said, when do I start to like her again? And he said, what year are you on? And I said, 10. And he was like, "Ah, somewhere around 14. (laughs) He said, it'll come and go. It comes and goes. You guys don't like each other here and there and back and around the square, but that's how you make it work. You got to work through it, right? You bet. You yeah. better not be arguing on this. That's time. right. Marriage is, marriage is work, but it's good. So it's good work. So there you yeah. go. Well, anyway, congratulations, sir. And congratulations to Mrs. Danner as well. So let's dive into our topics as we always do here to kick this show off. We got an email question for you, Bill, to start the day. And it's from Jennifer in Warner Robbins. And she says, Bill, interest rates are finally ticking back up, moving back up. Should I change how I'm saving? I don't have a lot in the bank right now because the rates have been so low. What do you think? Well, Jennifer, you probably like many others out there have kind of gone away from the banking products over the last couple of years because the yields were so low and and a lot of folks jumped right head into the market with their monies. Uh, you didn't indicate where you presently have them invested, but it's never a bad idea to have your emergency funds sitting in the bank, especially savings there are protected and there's nothing wrong with that. If you are fully exposed in the market right now and you want to reduce your risk somewhat, then certainly going back and bank products would help you do that. I think Daniel and I both, we always try to tell folks that we need to have some monies that are sacred and protected, and that's what you get from bank products. And you don't always look at the yield there. The yield is not primary, and what you're earning on it is secondary. What you're trying to do is protect your assets. But if you're looking for ways to grow your money and can take some risk with it, then obviously you don't want to go and have everything in a low-yield environment like in the banks. But depending on your situation, I couldn't tell you how much you ought to have there or because we don't really know what your plans are, how old you are, and those things are important. So we try to base investments based on time and planning. So learning a little bit more about you would help us understand and how we might be able to give you better advice on whether you should be in the bank or still in the market at this time. 
Well, thanks for the question, Jennifer. We certainly appreciate it. Reach out to the guys, 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443. And Daniel, what's our fact of the week, bud? All right, so we got an interesting fact of the week here. It has to do with, I guess, mass marketing. And you know how we're all bombarded with commercials. <laughs> no. And, uh, yeah, that man, never happens. Everywhere you look, somebody trying to sell you something everywhere. You know, and I can appreciate that. you got to get your information out there. But I thought this fact was interesting. On average, mass marketing email open rates are only 20%, while text messages are read 98% of the time. And 95% are read within three minutes of receiving them, with most being read within five seconds. They're either walking down the street or driving their car. Yeah, yeah I went yeah. and got me one of those hands-free. So now yeah, I'm good. Like, good for you. Yeah, That is interesting because I didn't even think the email would be a 20% open rate. Well, 20%, I guess that's across the board for like personal email and marketing. But this says mass marketing email. I mean, it's, right, so. we get so many emails now. Like, remember, you remember, I saw this thing that was kind of funny. Remember how excited we used to be, you know, when emails were first getting started? And you'd go, oh, I got an email. And you couldn't wait to open it and read it. And you'd never look at your actual oh, yeah. mail. No, and I then now it's the other way. Now you can't wait that. for a real letter. And you always, <laughs> you were too young. Yeah. <laughs> so in the early days of email, we were so excited to get them. And we never looked at the real mail. And now we're so excited to get a real letter in the mail we don't know what to do with ourselves <laughs> it's just flipping i do run. remember the movie with tom hanks in it you've got mail that's right uh, what was it the, the aol thing. in seattle oh, yeah that was yeah. a long long time ago the early early 90s like yeah, 12 dating, or 13 now you're dating go, yourself Hush. yeah go back to the text though that, that 98 98 that's crazy well that's just because you can't stop them now you can filter i filter mine from known and unknown senders oh so, okay you know all right. Then you wouldn't be getting one from your doctor or anybody else to remind you of your Well, I can one. make them a known sender, but I'd like to filter them. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's well, interesting. I mean, yeah, that is very interesting. But look at the data rates. People are spending a lot of money for that stuff, aren't they? Yeah. The well, they're all included nowadays. I mean, yeah. and everybody's got a phone. The saturation rate on phones, I think, 12-year-olds and say up. within the last week. Within the last week, I've had five robocalls leaving me emails about selling something for Amazon. Oh, like, really? It's just, yeah, it's insane. I and get them They sound so real insurance. if you accidentally pick up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like, I get them you know, for the yeah. a great opportunity for insurance has come your way from Sitna and blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Happened? I get all those. Whatever happened to that focus a few years ago on the do not call list? Oh, that thing's a joke. Yeah, like isn't it? You're on, and then of course you know they made it so that they could now market your cell phone. You could put it on there, but they still call. So yeah, it does nothing. Yeah, do not call. We there for a while years ago. We had to be so strict adherence to it because oh, yeah. of Nowadays, the securities license issues. But you just never hear anything about it anymore. Yeah, it's there. It's enforced kind of like the mattress police. I think it's about the same. Mattress <laughs> do police? Do not remove tag. If you tear your tag oh. off the mattress, right, you're not supposed <laughs> to do that. I don't think I've ever uh, seen any mattress police vehicles, so <laughs> I don't think it's there you go. So let's go all go out and pull our tags off Pull our off tags off the mattress, mattress. exactly. The first thing right. I do when I get a mattress. That's the first thing I do. I'm a rebel. I just rip it right off. Uh, they're coming after you, Daniel. Yep. I wouldn't take it off if it didn't tell we're, me not we're, to. Exactly. We're going to call them out. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> we, we wouldn't take it off if they didn't tell him not to. Don't so they dare do. me. That's Don't right. tell me that I can't take dare, my tag off. Dare oh, that's me. my mattress. There you go. Well, we should That's probably right. turn our attention to our topics today, although this is just as good. So. Let's talk about the financial world a little bit, but actually we're going to kind of keep on with these interesting little analogies here. For a lot of our listeners out there listening, so just about every time before we hit the airwaves, Daniel comes into the studio to tape and he's got some lovely foods. He's got Cheez-Its or Pop-Tarts 
or Skittles or something like that. So Hey man, I've never had any Skittles. Or, just, he just finished a Pop Tart. Yeah, I know, I exactly. Okay, look, I've got close. Okay, you can't hold me to the fire on exact food. Right. The point is, is that Bill and I were laughing and talking about it, said so we should do a topic on healthy financial foods because, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that could kind of correlate to the unhealthy foods we eat. We thought how perfect would it be to talk about this with Daniel since he loves his monsters and his junk food. So I thought we could have some fun at your expense. <laughs> Hope you don't mind. Oh, I love it. Please. <laughs> All right. It probably won't change his ways. <laughs> probably not, but we'll have some fun not. with it. Let's kick it off, guys, with empty calories, right? So this is the stuff that Daniel loves, right? This is soda, candy, <laughs> chips, Pop-Tarts, pastries, things of that nature. Not a whole lot of nutritional value going on in there. So what kind of correlations can we find in the financial world, guys? You know, I like these big, beautiful, glossy brochures, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think sometimes our industry prints stuff and then compiles stuff so that it looks pretty and people like it. It's all glossy and nice, but you'd have to have an interpreter or an attorney beside you to read it and understand it, right? <laughs> so I always tell people, I say, these uh, prospectuses and things were written by attorneys that are locked in dungeons and have no light, just water and food to drink. You know, they're down there they have nothing better to do than, you know, write these things, so. There's a lot of uh, boulder plate type things that go on uh, in our industry as far as presenting any product or solution. Even some retirement plans are you know, 70, 80 pages long, and people never really read all that. We like to keep it simple. Let's narrow it down to what we, we're trying to accomplish, and we don't need all the fluff there. Let's just get real. Get to the point where people can understand what we're trying to communicate and not make it so difficult they can't understand it. So there's a lot of zero calories and a lot of stuff out there in our industry. Well, you know, a lot of times, Daniel, I don't know what you think about this, but a lot of these financial plans, they're pretty massive too, right? And so people just get lost in those. I don't know, you know, it's like who's going to look through a hundred page, you know, the war and peace version of a financial plan. Yeah, I think it's very likely sometimes people overdo things like that just to talk over people's heads and make them think, oh, just trust me, don't worry about it. But certainly, you know, Having a financial plan that's just overwhelming doesn't do anybody any good. The person that it's made for, unless they're uh, an engineer that that really loves to dive in deep to all the nuance of financial planning, most people are just going to throw their hands up and say, man, I don't know what's going on here. We don't want that. We want people to be engaged and understand enough about the plan we've got for them that they can take part in it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, there's a lot of, again, empty calories out there that we can find in a lot of things. And we're kind of correlating unhealthy financial foods, if you will, kind of the uh, the junk food of the financial industry, possibly, depending on how you want to look at it. So like added sugar. Okay, so let's talk about sugar for a second. Everybody loves it. It's awesome. But it's gotten to the point now where even the stuff that you get that you think is low in sugar is still actually pretty high in sugar. They put sugar in everything. Sugar's even in canned tomato soup. And you think, why is there sugar in tomato soup? But there is. Make it better. Apparently, but does it make <laughs> it better in the financial <laughs> world, right? <laughs> Nothing worse than sweet tomatoes. Yeah, gross. Right that, right? Restaurant, that restaurant's pretty good. Sweet um, tomatoes. But I tell you what, you know, sugar, I think it's the drug that kills more people on the planet every year than any, any oh, other yeah. drug. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's super It's just incredible. Right? Our predecessors, you know, up until recent history, no one ate sugar. I mean, like, not just like we do. We're out of control oh, with yeah. the sugar. 
And we're going to have that dopamine spike, man. So you'll <laughs> pop you something. Dropping the big words, dopamine. All right. Dopamine. Yeah, it's, it's a brain chemical that mm. gets spiked when you eat the sugar. But I'll tell you what, when you have added sugar. And he just finished eating a Pop-Tart. I know, right? That's not an everyday thing, though. <laughs> okay. Usually I'll have like a banana, which isn't that much better for you, but I think it's mildly better than I'm a Pop-Tart. I'm thinking it's mildly better. Yeah, more than mildly better than a Pop-Tart, but yeah. So, you know, even today with fruit drinks, you know, you'll you'll get a drink that's fruit juice and you'll think, hey, you know, I'm drinking something healthy. And they'll have like loaded with sugar, like 50 grams of sugar in there. You should have drank Coke. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in the financial world, added sugar to make a parallel here comes in the form of hidden fees. You know, you might believe you own a product with very low fees or no fees at all, which is almost impossible. But when you take a closer look, many times you're going to find that the fees are a lot higher than you would have guessed. Sometimes when we do a fee analysis for people and look, especially with certain financial products like variable annuities with income riders and death benefits and M&E expenses and all these other things, they'll add up to 3.5% or more. And that is insane if you don't need it. So many times we find the added sugar and income rider fees that people may not need. Uh, inside of mutual funds, the expense ratios. When at all possible, we try to keep those fees out of the picture, especially fees that don't add value. That's just a sunk cost. You know, we don't want added sugar in our food if we can help it. I certainly don't want tomato soup with sugar in it. And why would I want a financial product with all these extra fees paying someone else? You know, why would a client want that if that doesn't add any value? Yeah. We need a healthy financial diet. Exactly. There you go. And we've said many times that, you know, fees, you can't get away from fees, but you can reduce them. And fees are fine if you're getting the value for it, to your point. So now, if you guys would like to reach out to Bill and Daniel and talk with them about this, it's 800-987-1443. You can definitely give Daniel a hard time about his Pop-Tarts if you'd like or his Cheez-Its. But a better use of your time might be to discuss your financial journey and your financial situation. Either way, the guys are here for you. 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443. Four, three. Final one here, guys. Trans fats. That's been the kind of the rage thing for the last couple of years or so. You got to not eat the trans fats. Watch out for the trans fats, blah, blah, blah. So why do we, A, eat so much of them, both in food and finance? These are the kind of things, like I mean, like donuts. I'm going to be honest. I love me some donuts. But oh, my gosh. I'm a donut. You're making fun of my Pop-Tarts. I donuts, am. I'm pretty sure. I am. But I don't oh, eat them in the geez. studio every time I come in. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, neither do I. This is the first time I've ever had a Pop-Tart in That's here. true. That's hey, true. But you do have the you monster. Pick on. You do have the monster. I wish I had one right now. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's loving it. Drinking water. Good guts. Good job. Good job. So what about these trans fats, guys? Where's the financial parallel? Well, you know that these things are not good for you, but it tastes so dang good you got to have them, right? I mean, (laughs) it's hard to to go by a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, it's hard to go by a Krispy Kreme donut store and not see that bright light out there and want to take a turn in real quick. Oh, exactly. Hot and ready is like a a magnet. Moth to a flame. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I think a parallel would be, especially in a retirement plan, if we're Having too much exposure to risk is like consuming trans fats. You know the ride won't last forever. We we enjoy the ride so much we stay on it. You know it's yeah, a high. Right. Uh, you know I think some people really get excited about the market trending the way it has over the last few years. They get excited about it and they just don't want to get off because they're afraid they're going to miss out on something. And so that's the trans fat analogy. I believe is being overweighted. Too much on the wrist side. No pun intended. Overweighted. Overweighted. <laughs> oh, no pun nice. But I pops. Yeah. Where's my rim yeah. shot? But yeah, there you go. But if you're closer to retirement, then uh, 
you know, five or six years. I mean, if you're out 10 or 12 or so, that's not as critical. But if you're getting closer to retirement, then you probably need to take yourself a step back a bit or so and get rid of some of the trans fats that make the journey so exciting. Take some of the risk out of your portfolio before it's too late. Well, especially, you know, so, we've been in this market now a long time, so it's been a big old bull these last oh, 10 years, right? Yeah, it's fantastic, and I can understand why we don't want to reduce our risk right now because it's a, you know, it's a high. It's like heroin, man. <laughs> no, it's like trans fat, man. It's like trans it's fat. Like so stay with the analogies <laughs> no, here. Yeah, we, we don't hey, I'm it. just saying it's addictive. Like people love the ride of the stock market, oh, and they just well, get hooked okay, on it. but let's be honest. Do they love it always? They only really love it when it's going no. up, right? It's only only well, that's when what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, if you go to your doctor and your diet has been nothing but trans fats and everything else we've been talking about here, sugar laden and all that kind of stuff, and if you get reality checks there from your doctor. Hey, this is the consequence if you keep going down this road with your health, then, you know, you can wake up and do something about it. Yeah. It's the same with our investments. If we're too heavily weighted in the risk side of things and the market will turn south at some point in time, we need to have risk mitigation in place. We need to understand the consequences and that will allow us to make an informed decision and not one that's based on hype. So you folks that are out there listening today, if you feel like you fit this category at all, that you would like to have a conversation with us and let us help analyze where you are and see if you're not heavily weighted, no pun intended, <laughs> on the side of a risk and some of the other challenges you may have in moving forward in a retirement plan. If you don't have a plan in place, give us a call. We'd be happy to sit down and chat with you. And that number to call is 800-987-1443 to get yourself on the calendar with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith at Security First Asset Management, serving you right here in Middle Georgia. 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with the team from Security First Asset Management here in Middle Georgia. We'll be right back with more after this. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know Dublin is known to have the tallest building in central Georgia? The Ficklin and Company building measure right at 211 feet. We know planning for a retirement can be a tall order, but we have you covered. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Back here with us on Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive with the team from Security First Asset Management, 800-987-1443. Your number to call, 800-987-1443. Guys, uh, we got another email question here for you from Kathy, and Kathy is in Perry and says, my husband and I argue about money almost all the time, and honestly, it's because we just haven't done a good job planning for retirement, and it's really stressing us both out. Is this a normal thing that you guys see, or do we need some serious help? Well, unfortunately, sometimes we have to play the role of counselor as financial advisors. Well, I want to avoid that, but, you know, you get people involved that they'll look at you like, hey, is this normal? And I'll say, no, you guys are way off base. You need to get your act together. No, I'd never do that. But I tell you what, you have to make sure that you've got yourself and your spouse on the same page. Otherwise, if you're both working off of a different playbook and you don't have the same budget, you don't have the same financial goals, you know, it will stress you out. And I think going through the process of planning helps their relationships improve once they see that, okay, we're both working towards a common goal. If you don't have a goal planned, 
what's the saying go? Uh, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Exactly. Um, we want people to work through those issues so they can be on the same page, but it is totally normal. And I was just kidding about it being abnormal. It's very common for people when you when you don't have a plan. Uh, people feel left out, especially if just one spouse is doing most of the planning. It's good to bring the other one up to speed. Oh, yeah. Recently, I had to, I truly had to do this. I've had, look, I'm sitting here and uh, I'm not sure I want to be a part of this family feud here. We need to get on the same sheet of music here or, and focus on what we're trying to do. And it happens all the that, time, right? I mean, it's pretty normal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's fairly normal because you've got two working spouses. They're used to their own incomes, their own retirement accounts, and got to start thinking together. They've got to be on the same sheet of music. Yeah. Well, you know, the number one and two reasons that people get a divorce in all ages of, you know, whatever marriage, uh, stage of marriage, whether it's two years, 20 years, or 45 like Bill, it's always sex and money, right? If you can't talk about those two things. Sex and money? Those are the two reasons really? that people Sounds get like a, a divorce. Sitcom. Yeah, right? It does sound like I a sitcom. I totally believe it. But it's the two reasons. If you can't have an open communication about your love life and or about your money in a marriage, that's typically where the problems start to crack. And so, Kathy, I would definitely say, you know, we don't know how long you've been married and things of that nature, but it's one of those situations where don't freak out because you guys argue about it, but just get some help. Just come in and talk with somebody. Maybe find out, like Daniel said, that you may not be in as bad a shape as you think you are, and that'll certainly help you know, alleviate some of the stresses. And then, of course, if there is some problems and things, then finding out that information and making a plan and working that plan will also help reduce that stress. So don't feel like you're out there in the wind. Reach out and get some help. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. This is Retirement Income Solutions, and we're uh, talking about a lot of different things here on our show today. But what we're going to do now, guys, is turn to some important milestone birthdays, if you will, and just kind of remind folks of some things to think about when we hit these milestones as we move our way towards retirement. So we'll start with 50, kind of the beginning of the pre-retiree stage. Not only do you get a big birthday party usually when you turn 50, but what else happens in the retirement planning side, guys? Well, if your employer has a 401k, or even if you contribute to either a Roth or a traditional IRA at age 50, you're allowed catch-up contributions, they're called in the form of additional monies that you can put in the account for your accounts for tax-deferred purposes. For example, on the Roth IRA side and traditional IRA side, that's $1,000 above the current rate, which is 5500 so that's $6,500. And inside the 401ks, 403bs, etc., the provisions can be even more substantial. So you can catch up quite well, and that's good if you're able to do so. And I think that falls into most people in their early 50s, their children are beginning to get through college or starting college or getting out. And there's additional funds that could be mandated that way to enhance your retirement. And it's tax-deferred monies. So, yeah, it's a good provision in the law to help us put away more money. Yep. I was just going to say, I think they should ratchet that up. I think when you get 40, they ought to have a bump where yeah, you sure. can add more. Yeah, and when they're 50, yeah. you do another one. But, uh, you know, that's Especially just on the Roth optimistic. side. Yeah, on the Roth side, man. I'd love it. be really good. Well, you figure it's about seven grand, you know, so if you're talking about that over 10 or 15 years, let's say 50 to 65 for retirement, that's about $90,000. So, I mean, it's... It could be substantial. Yeah, it can definitely I help. Mean, inside the 401k, it's $4,000, isn't it, Dan? Uh, it's, I think it moved, it's six, isn't it? Six. They it's went six, from 18 uh, to 24, yeah. That's right. Yeah, they moved to 24,000 yeah. now, plus employer contract. Plus employer, yeah. yes. Yeah, so plus, right, yeah. This is money. just on your side. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah lots, so you can lots to think about. put a lot more money in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, I got another one for you here. This one's probably not as well-known, guys. I think a lot of us have heard that contribution catch-up phase at 50. But 55, now, I know this is going to tie into our next one, our 59 and a half, but tell us about 55 and kind of the weird caveat here. 
All right, so if you're 55, you're able to take withdrawals from most 401k plans without the early withdrawal penalty. Typically, when you have a tax-deferred account, be it a, any type of an IRA that's not a Roth IRA, even with a Roth, you're supposed to be 59 and a half to take money out without a tax penalty. So when you have a 401k, you know all the money that's in there is tax-deferred, meaning when you take it out, you pay taxes at that time, whatever the tax bracket happens to be. But let's say you retire from your job at 55 and you know, you've got a 401 1K or a TSP, you're able to take out withdrawals without the 10% penalty when you turn 55. This just applies to the job that you just left, and there's some exceptions to this provision that can prevent you from doing it, but in general, it can be a good provision to take money out without the 10% tax penalty. You cannot do that in a self-directed IRA away from your employer plan except for there there's always a way to do it but there is a 72t you can do with some insurance products but in general the 401k in your TSP are places you can take money out even when you're 55 prior to age 59 and a half you can get it out without that 10% tax penalty but once you roll it into your IRA on a self-directed IRA you lose that ability until right. 59 and a half so it has to be in the plan Okay. All right. So just a couple of important things to remember there at 55. The biggest piece being, right, it only applies to the account of the job you just left, right? There has to be provisions in the plan. Provisions in the plan. Okay. All right. So Mm -hmm. some important information to remember there when it comes to that 55 age. And that's what we're talking about, important ages in the retirement planning process, things to consider when we turn these different milestone birthdays. So we did 50, 55. So let's talk about 59 and a half, which I mentioned. But I think a lot of us do know that that's when we can kind of pull out from those different accounts, right? Those qualified accounts. Yeah, there's no tax. There's no 10% penalty. There's still taxes. There's right. always taxes. Always taxes, yeah. Unless it's a Roth IRA, of course. But it does have the 59.5 provision on a Roth IRA as well. So up to that point, it's 10%. Thereafter, there is no penalty. Okay. And but, so that one's pretty straightforward, uh, yeah. right? Straightforward. Okay. Straight, it's pretty straightforward. But there's another thing here I can add to that. Okay, sure. At age 59.5 also, a lot of retirement plans, 401k plans, for example, have provisions that allow what's called an in-service distribution, which would allow you to transfer 100% of your vested amount or any amount up to that into your own self-directed IRA. So if you didn't like the options that were offered in the 401k plan, this doesn't interrupt them continuing to put money into the plan or get the match. You can just take out monies that are there up to 100% of the vested amount, depending on the provisions of the plan and do a self-directed IRA. And that's good for planning because if you're 59 and a half, you're not going to retire for a few years, even you know five or 10 years, and you want to have monies out of those plans and have more options and direct it differently, as far as the investments to fit a plan, you can do that as well He's 59 and a half. Okay. So a lot of good things to think about here when you're thinking about these important ages to consider. Of course, anytime you, you're unclear, you can ask the guys to you know help you go through this situation. They're always available to help the community. 800-987-1443. All right, guys, so we've made it. We've hit 62. What happens at 62? I think we all kind of know this, but let's talk about that. Well, you're eligible to begin taking Social Security benefits. Now, question then becomes, you know, are you entitled to the benefits? There's a difference between being eligible and entitled. But I tell you what, you have to open an account to start getting the benefits. They don't start automatically, but 75% of people take Social Security benefits at age 62. Yep. So, And it may not be the right decision for you, right? Sometimes people just do it because I think out of fear or whatever, right? I do it because they can. Yeah, true. They do it because they can. Uh, not because they necessarily should. 
Absolutely. So you know, it needs to it's be part of the planning. It needs to be part of the planning process is deciding that. Don't just take it because you can, especially if you're still working, because there's a withholding on your benefits if you make above. I think the seventeen four seventeen thousand four hundred for two thousand eighteen. If you make above seventeen thousand four hundred dollars and you're taking your Social Security prior to your full retirement age, which we're going to get to in a minute, that's not sixty two. It's either sixty six or sixty seven. But I tell you what, they will withhold benefits from you. So don't just start taking, especially if you're still working. And we're going to talk about this in a minute too. If you can wait, if it works well within your plan, there are some added benefits to that as well. So we're going to continue on with this. But before we get to the 66, 67, which Daniel just mentioned, 65 happens first. And of course, I think we all know that's Medicare time. Yes, sir. That's good for planning because uh, prior to that, absence of any type of health plan, you're in the private sector. If you don't have any type of retirement health, and most firms are not allowing retirement health insurance anyway. So it helps a, a great deal for people to understand the clarity that they'll have this type of insurance. Medicare is an 80-20 plan with hospital co-pays and deductibles and out-of-pockets, 20% on everything. So with the coming of Medicare, there's also the need for understanding that you need to have a drug benefit plan and also you need to have possibly even a supplement, Medicare supplement, or in light of a supplement, a Medicare Advantage plan to help you protect yourself on the 20% that has no stop loss. So Medicare is an 80-20 plan with no stop loss on the 20% side. And it also has substantial co-pays plus 20% in the hospital and a small deductible for outpatient care. So you need to understand how Medicare works and protect yourself with the other types of vehicles that are out there, either Advantage plan, supplement, and a drug plan. Yeah, and of course, Medicare, obviously, as you mentioned, is an important piece. And is it automatic, guys? Like, I know Part A, is it automatic, or do you have to make sure that you you know are enrolling? You have to enroll. Okay. You have All to right. enroll, and if you're still working at 65, then your employer, if he offers health insurance, is probably going to mandate that you at least enroll in A. And A doesn't cost anything. You've paid that all your life. Right. It's mean, part of the Medicare taxes. You just have to pay a premium for the Part B or your supplement or advantage plan. Yeah, and there's like 57 parts, right? It just keeps going part A through triple F or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a lot of the them. Good but... no, the good news is that we have staff members here that, that work in that arena for our clients. No, exactly. We understand, yeah. We yeah. understand all about Medicare supplements and Advantage plans, and we help our clients do that every year. Well, the number is 800-987-1443. If you've got questions about Social Security and about Medicare, that's what we're talking about. Well, not necessarily about those two things, but we are talking about the important ages to consider in the retirement planning process. And 65 was that last number. And of course, that's when we're eligible for Medicare. So Daniel, you alluded to the full retirement age, 66 and or 67. So explain what the deal is there. Well, I kind of jumped the gun on that, but I tell you what, when you get 66, for most people now, it's going to be over age 66, but there's a phase up starting in 1954, started adding two months. So it'd be 66 in two months, 66, four months, 66, six months, all the way up to age 67, maybe your full retirement age. In order for you to know that, you know, you need to know your birth year. And it'll say on your Social Security statement what your full retirement age is. Now, full retirement age means that's the age that you can get your full Social Security benefit without a penalty. If you take it at 62, 
please be aware you're going to get a reduction in benefits. It's about 25% less if you take it at age 62 versus your full retirement age. You know, if you're taking a spousal benefit, it's 30% reduction, you know, for spousal benefits. So full retirement age means you get the full benefit. Of course, you can go beyond that and defer it, and you get a bonus for waiting up to age 70. But full retirement age is between 66 and 67, depending on what year you were born. Okay. And then, of course, as we talked about before, there's advantages to waiting if you can, some of the different things you just mentioned. And now we're going to talk about 70 and a half. You know, the half thing cracks me up. And I tried to do some research. I can't find any actual answer as to why there's a half. I think maybe there was some, you know, senator or congressman at some point in time that was like, I need something for me now. And (laughs) I'm a half. So let's just call it a half. You know, who knows? I'm just joking. But who knows? Who knows how it happened? But but it's uh, there, right? It's there. It's those guys in the dungeons again that are writing prospectuses and uh, all this law. (laughs) So what's 70 and a half? They brain dead when they got to that rule. Exactly. 70 and a half. You got to do it. Uh, that is the ripe age of what's called the required minimum distribution, and that's any of your qualified plans. That means your 401Ks, 403Bs, TSPs, TIAFCREPs, whatever you have, IRAs, except for Roth 401Ks and Roth IRAs. They're not mandated in this rule. You have to start taking a life expectancy withdrawal from your qualified plans, and you just look at it this way. The IRS has got their hand out, and they said, now you're just this magical age of 70 and a half, and now we want you to remove the money out of this account so we can tax it because you owe taxes on all of it because you never pay taxes on it. The fact of the first year is an age expectancy of 27.4 years. So you could calculate it by having the December 31st value of all of your qualified accounts, December 31st of last year, Drop in the 27.4, and it'll tell you how much money you're going to get out, which equals about 3.65%. So the rule's kind of complicated. The age seven and a half rule states that you have to start taking your required minimum distributions the year 71, and when you turn 71 and a half, by April 1st of the year following. Well, if you follow that rule, if it depends on where your birth date is, you might end up taking two distributions that next year. So we encourage people, if I'm going to turn 75 and a half in December, or October or November, I'm going to go ahead and take that distribution and not wait to April 1st the following year because next year I have to take one by December anyway for that year. So it can get complicated. We understand the rule well, and we can help you get through that. And there's a couple strategies you can use at 7.5. If you don't need the money, you can do qualified charitable donations with some of the funds or 100% of what's required of you. Or you can set up what's called a QLAC account, QLAC where you can take up to a percentage of your money and defer taking any required minimum distributions on it until age 85. So there's strategies out there, but the key word is age 70 half. I'm going to have to start taking money out of my qualified plans. Did you get all that? No? Well, if not, make sure you call Bill and Daniel and talk with them. That's the whole point. There's a lot of things that you've got to make sure that you're doing correctly as we're getting close to retirement. And these guys do this every day. So they're a great resource for you to tap into when you have questions about RMDs and full retirement age and Medicare and Social Security and what to do with catch-up contributions and all the things we've been discussing here today on the program, Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith at Security First Asset Management, 800 987 800-987-1443. The final one, Daniel, I'm going to give you the softball here to wrap up the show today. The most important age is really the one we're in, right? The very next thing, whatever you want to call it, basically the time is now. 
That's right. Your most important age and your most important birthday is always your next one, right? So, you know, if you've been listening and thinking, boy, I've hit some of these milestones, I need to do something about it. Now's the time for you to do that. Don't wait around until next year or in the future. The key to financial planning, the purpose of it is to get the most out of what you have, to save money in the right places, to invest it in the right ways, to maximize your Social Security benefits that fits into your plan. And so don't wait until next year. Give us a call today so we can help you get a plan in place. And that number to do so is very simply 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443. Just call that number, get yourself on the calendar for a no-cost, no-obligation consultation with the team at Security First Asset Management, 800-987-1443. Well, guys, thanks so much for going uh, playing along here with me on this. Good information to be found in all these, and it's important that people reach out and talk with you. So I appreciate your time and your wisdom as always. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you next time. We'll talk to you next week here on Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management. 800-987-1443. Bye-bye. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.